This is Jerry Bingham, host of Hush Loudly on WGN+. I really hit rock bottom, and I felt like I needed to make a change. And I realized that the solution was, instead of trying to change myself or my situation, I needed to embrace myself and bring my true authenticity out. Hi, this is Steve Friedman, author of The Corporate Introvert, and you're listening to Hush Loudly on WGN Radio. Welcome back to Hush Loudly. I am Jerry Bingham, your host, and we are ready for another exciting episode with someone else that I am a fan of. Uh, I'll read his bio in a minute, but this is a person who I followed his blog, Beyond Introversion, and I've learned from him, and I love the way that he talks about introversion, and we're going to talk about that as well as Another book, a book that he's written about Down syndrome. So let me introduce Steve Friedman. He has served in many energy industry leadership roles for 30 years. Upon retirement, he reunited with his passion for writing. He has combined his own personal experiences with research and engagement to provide people with essential information to improve their life journey. Friedman is an award-winning author of The Corporate Introvert and has recently published The Essential Guide for Families with Down Syndrome, a book that raises awareness of life's possibilities and provides a clear roadmap and resources to achieve those dreams. Friedman, his wife Jennifer, and Gwendolyn, their 28-year-old daughter with Down Syndrome, hail from Austin, Texas. So welcome, Steve, to Hush Loudly. Thank you so much, Jerry. It's great to be here with you. So the first question, which I know the answer, but I have to ask you anyway, are you an introvert? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I believe that we're kind of born with the introversion, but I think I spent most of my uh, young childhood not I'd never heard the term, so I really didn't know that I was an introvert, but I definitely knew that I was different. I was surrounded by three older sisters that were very extroverted, a mom who encouraged her youngest, me, to get out in the world and go spend the day in the neighborhood, which was just uh, extreme for me. And uh, so it took me a while to really put the label with it and then to start to embrace it and find it as the true blessing that it is. But I'm definitely an introvert and, and proud of it. Same thing with me, Steve, and that sounds to be where, you know, our parents and my mom was an extreme extrovert, and I think my dad was more introverted, but that's what they want to do because that's what society tells us. You mm-hmm. need to push the kid out. Kid needs to be super sociable. The kid needs to be in every activity, do everything at school, every extracurricular thing, and it may not just be for us kids. It may not be for all kids, and we turned out okay, right? We that's turned right. out great. So I wanted to ask you about introversion, specifically the biases and the misunderstandings. So maybe we could just talk about how we are misunderstood, because I think that a lot of your writing, a lot that I learned from you is about how to cope, whether it's in the workplace or whatever relationships you have. I think you're great at advising us on how to cope when people don't understand us. So what can you share about that? Sure. So one of the, one of the biases that I really um, 
I love to talk about is about sociability. So um, I was on a different podcast earlier, I guess it was the end of last year, and I was chatting with the hostess before we started recording. And so when we started recording, she introduced me and she said, you know, I was chatting with Steve before we went on air. And so I'm really, really surprised that he's an introvert. And, you know, I'm a good guest, but I kind of tactfully shared with her that introverts can be quite sociable and we do know how to put words together into sentences and we have very important things to say and share. However, we do and and people need to hear that and we need to share that as well. So we are quite sociable. It really is a matter of, for me anyway, it's a matter of preparing in advance So if I'm thrown a question that I'm not familiar with, I might need a few minutes to think about it to give my best answer. But if I prepare in advance and I feel comfortable to have that conversation, I learn that in work meetings as well. If I can prepare in advance, see the agenda, that sort of thing, then I can can be as active in the meeting as anybody else. And then, honestly, afterwards, I probably need a little bit of downtime to re-energize. But that's just the way my body works and how I tick. But I think that the misinterpretation of introverts as being antisocial or loners or just not interested or capable of having that conversation is flawed. And I think many introverts um, kind of take that on, which is really hard and unfair to have to um, have to deal with. And I think many of us may have experienced that. But those of us who have platforms where we're out here being interviewed, that just happened to me a couple months ago, very similar where I think the producer had her uh, idea of what an introverted person was. And so I felt that with her questions that were weird to me, like she wanted me to write out everything I would possibly say. It was, it was alarming. And it was the way I interpreted it was, she thought I was going to sit there and just have nothing to say. And so she wanted to make sure that this introvert was talking and having an interesting uh, dialogue with the host. And of course it was great, but I just felt that I was like, that's that stigma. And so it made me say something about the stigma in the interview, because I think hopefully it was an education for her, but it's the same thing. People just have their idea. Oh, this person's not going to say anything. And how about we'll talk you to death. If there's a topic we want to talk about, or if it is something, or if we have that relationship with you where we feel comfortable, we're sociable, we talk. So thank you for helping to, erase those erase those stigmas that we're all dealing with it's it's one thing that i really uh one reason why i really love the title to your podcast and your your show because hush loudly is perfect you know we have a lot to say we may appear quiet on the surface but when other podcasts and resources are just talk about only being quiet i think they're missing a big dimension and it sets people in the wrong direction when they think about introversion. Absolutely. And hopefully, maybe we can talk a little bit about your book, The Corporate Introvert, at at some point, too. But before we get there, I wanted to talk about blogs. Do you call it a blog, a newsletter? What do you call it? So on my website, I have lots of resources, one of which is what I consider to be a blog. So every week I put a blog out on a, on a different topic. Sometimes I have guests that share their own experiences in the blog. I'll do a newsletter to my subscribing community once, a, usually once a month, 
but my blogs are the ones that are out there most often. Okay, so that's what I'm always looking at. So in a recent blog, you talked about thrival plan, which I love because I'm saying, okay, survival, he's connected survival and thrive because what we want to do is thrive, right? So you talked about your thrival plan, a thrival plan for introverts. Can you tell us what that means? Tell us more about that. Sure. Well, so this is a big year for me. Every year I try and come in with personal goals that help me to stretch myself personally and professionally. And you mentioned at the top that I um, just finished publishing a book called The Essential Guide for Families with Down Syndrome. And what I really wanted to do with this book is get out and engage with many other people. So this is my third book. The first one published the first week of COVID. So sharing that message was a little bit different. And then the corporate introvert has been one that I've enjoyed sharing largely on podcasts. And and uh, now that COVID's waning a little bit more in person, but my plan was I really wanted to get out and engage and talk with people. Uh, I love small group conversations, but also there's larger national Down syndrome conventions and that sort of stuff. Some of that is a bit out of my comfort zone, to be honest. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of speaking experience inside the corporate environment and on podcasts and the like, but I really wanted to get myself out there. Somebody I, I met said that they were working to get out of their own way, and I thought that was really cool because I, I believe I have a lot to share and important things that can help families, but I need to get kind of out of my own head a little bit to um, just stretch and grow. And so I sat down thinking about this early in the year and I thought, well, I don't want to just survive my year. I want to look back at the end of the year and say, I kicked some ass, if I can say that, and that I've thrived during this year. And so I thought, well, what does that really mean to me? And so one is getting the message out to help other families. Another is just my own journey, personal journey to be able to get out there and stretch my comfort zone and share the message and be in front of more people and things that traditionally have been a little bit nerve wracking for me. So I thought, well, how am I going to do that? It's great to have those goals, but how do I do that? And so I, I put together my thrival plan and it combines a few different areas for me, mindset, you know, how do I make sure I'm in the right mindset and have reasonable expectations, right? I don't have to be the greatest orator in the world, but I really want to convey important information that people will sit back and say, that was really well worthwhile. That's impactful and it can change my, my course. And so that for me is my mindset. I've been trying to do that and share that in an authentic way. Preparation was the second thing. I think that's especially for introverts, really critical. Most introverts find that their greatest strength is often preparation. And not only is it one of my strengths, but it's a necessity. I need to be prepared for those sort of things. And But if I do that, then I feel confident and I'm comfortable and I'm ready to go. And so I had a whole plan of ways I was going to prepare myself and practice my message and that sort of stuff over the first couple of months before I started to roll out the book and get out there. And then the third aspect of my thrival plan is wellness, just taking care of myself. You know, if I, if I want to go full steam ahead for the year, but I don't take care of myself, then I, eventually it's going to catch up with me. So some of that is just being able to share. I think it's important for even the most introverted of people to have somebody that kind of vent to and share their their greatest concerns. 
I do that a lot of different ways. I very much believe in journaling. It's helpful for me on a daily basis. I have my therapist who truly gets me and really helps me through uh, some things as well. And certainly my wife is by my side all the time and supporting me, but not just to have those people next to me, but to really be vulnerable and open up to share so that I can feel more comfortable in my, my own skin. And so that wellness is a big aspect of it as well. So, I mean, when I get ready to go on the road and make sure, am I doing all the right things and I, do I have the right mindset to keep going and, and helping others? And so it's been helpful for me and I would encourage other people to think about it. They can find more information on my website on, and make up their own thrival plan for whatever they have in store. I love that. Thank you, Steve. I wanted to also ask you, well, I guess it is related to the corporate introvert and, and what you talk about with thriving. What do you feel about, I feel like, and, and what you just said, we're kind of typecast in some way. Mm-hmm. And, and and so I always get irritated when I see those articles that say jobs for introverts. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, very clearly jobs that are sort of like the sole person responsible for something like photographer or accounting or something like that. And I, it really bothers me when I know and you know that we can do anything. And that also includes entrepreneurship. And, you know, knowing that we need an environment where we can thrive, I feel like entrepreneurship might be a great way to go, you know, because if maybe you don't like being in an office, in an open office with all these people. So can you talk a little bit about what do you think about entrepreneurship for for introverts? That's a great topic, Jerry, because I think you hit the nail on the head. So many people, including many introverts, think there's certain jobs that I'm going to be able to be comfortable with and successful with. And there's certain things that, frankly, I should never even think about because it's just not in an introvert's wheelhouse, so to speak. And I think they're so wrong in that regard. Everybody's just so wrong. And there's many great leaders. I I did a a post at the end of the last year about role models because there's so many great leaders in a variety of industries that are are introverts. They're up in front of people. They're leading groups. They're they're making decisions. They're doing amazing things. And people would never guess that they were introverts. And certainly never guess that people would fill those roles as an introvert. But introverts oftentimes, I think, have a tremendous amount of initiative, which I think is critical for entrepreneurship. You know, they, we have a lot of things we think about in our head. We might go over it and cogitate it about it a lot. And we have that initiative that is frankly what gets a lot of us out of bed in the morning, right? It, it, sometimes it's hard to kind of push ourselves in this very extroverted world, but I think introverts have that initiative to go out there and tackle it and because they have these ideas that they truly believe are so important that they really can't help but get out and do it because it's that inner drive. And I think introverts do a great job of all of the things that you mentioned before. I think entrepreneurship is great. I spent 30 years in corporate America working largely within teams. And many people would suspect that introverts don't really work well on teams. Like you said, many, many other jobs where it's a lot of solitude, that's perfect. But, you know, even the most introverted people need to have that connection with other people. 
and can contribute to other people. So I think it's really, if the environment and the culture is proper, that encourages and makes the space available for everybody to participate, then I think that's a place that introverts will thrive in. And certainly having the initiative to create your own businesses and and move your own message out there in the world is something that introverts are driven to do. can be great at it. I agree, Steve, absolutely. I wanted to go back to your brand, Beyond Introversion, which I love, and I've talked about why did you start it and, and what what motivates you to continue? So tell us about it and why you started it and why you continue to do it. So I uh, mentioned that I worked in corporate America for 30 years and toward the end of it, well, about two-thirds of the way through, and I had a really very difficult time at one of my jobs. And I just felt like I was falling apart. And I really hit rock bottom. And I felt like I needed to make a change. And I thought, well, maybe I need to leave my job. Maybe I, similar to our previous conversation, maybe I needed to leave the company or something like that. And I realized that, no, that was not the solution. The solution was, instead of trying to change myself or my situation, I needed to embrace myself and um, bring my true authenticity out. And that was, it was kind of a, a moment that I had and um, it changed the way I led teams for the last 10 years of my career that I really said, you know, it may not be the corporate norm that I see around me anyway, but I'm going to lead my way. I'm going to um, meet with people in smaller environments. I'm going to support people. I'm going to do things that I felt were important and skills that I had. And so I built the confidence and the experience to do that. And really, it changed my experience in the company. And I really had a, a great time. And even more importantly, I think I had a very impactful last 10 years of mentoring other people and so forth. So as retirement approached, I thought about what I wanted to do. And I reconnected with my writing. And my first book was uh, called In Search of Courage, which was a memoir. And it was truly a therapeutic experience for me because that's where, I mean, I knew at that point that I was um, introverted, but it really helped me to truly understand the impact that that had on my life, the struggles I had, but then to realize the blessing as opposed to the curse that it truly was. And so how could I go back and share that message with other people? And many people don't really want to talk about introversion, but they want to learn about it. And so that's where the Beyond Introversion website and blog started was just try and provide a resource so people would feel like I'm not alone. There's many other people like me. And actually, misery doesn't have to be your friend inside of introversion, but there's many other things. And we can move kind of beyond the typical definitions of introversion. And I continue because I, I just think there's lots of opportunities for people to to be helped. And when I get that feedback from even one person every once in a while, it just really drives me and feels like there's a difference that can be made. The corporate introvert book that came out really was my opportunity to kind of match my 30 years in corporate experience, uh, some good, some bad, some personal struggles and the like, and and realizing kind of late in my career how to flip that switch and, and turn that around. And I wanted to have the opportunity to go back to myself in a younger year 
or other people that are struggling, whether they're 18 or 22 coming out of college or whether they're 52 and have been struggling like I did for so long and help give them the tools and the tips to be able to thrive in a corporate environment and to lead and do quite well, as we talked about earlier. And so that's really continued to drive me to be very active on the website and also with the introverted community. And that's why Steve is on Hush Wildly's Game Changers, Introverts to Watch list, because he's the bomb. And that's why he's on that list, along with an amazing group of other introverts who are out here, I think, making a difference. We're using our difference to make a difference, to help others, to motivate others, to empower others, to educate others. So thank you. You've mentioned your books a couple times. Let's talk a little bit more about your most recent book and anything else you want to share or about the corporate introvert. So let's hear about your your latest book. Sure. My latest book. So when I started writing, one of my writing coaches said, you know, it's going to be easier for you to pick a lane and stay in that lane because, you know, you'll have one website, you'll be able to focus your attention on certain things. And introversion has been this big common thread in my life that I really felt compelled to share and write about as we talked about. So I I created the beyondintroversion.com website and all the stuff around that and a couple of books. But then I violated my coach's recommendation clearly with my last book, The Essential Guide, because our oldest daughter has Down syndrome. Gwendolyn is 28, and it's just a major part of our lives for a long time. And similar in many ways to the introversion, we learned, inspired by our daughter, we learned so much about her journey now at 28, she's very independent. She lives on her own. She works. She's just an amazing person. And we learned so much about not only her journey and how we could support where she wanted to go, but also the really cumbersome challenges along the way, whether it's medical, financial, legal issues that are so complicated that the system makes it impossible for parents to really understand what the opportunities are, how to get the benefits that they're due and so forth. And so that's where the essential guide came from is we just decided that, you know, this journey we've been on, it'd be great to share it with other people so they don't have to start from scratch to figure it all out themselves. So we really strive not to say, hey, this is our daughter's journey, so you should do this. But there are many options along the way that you should think about. And here are the options, and here's the pros and cons, and here's where you can get the resources and the links to be able to go ensure that you have all the information and the resources available for whatever your son or daughter with Down syndrome dreams of. And so it's truly been a passion project. My daughter's helped me on it, which has been extra special. And so now she and I are going around and and, uh, sharing the message with other Down syndrome organizations. And it's in many ways different from my introversion journey but also somewhat the same and just trying to help other people to to find their their calling and to find the resources they need to to thrive that's beautiful and i'm curious about the feedback it has been really positive and that's been exciting as well um, and you're helping people Yeah, I love to do that. I I would not have told you when I first started writing that my mission was that I wanted to go out and help people, but I've realized that that, I have that forum and I have the experience and the interest to do that. And so it's been really extremely rewarding to be able to 
chat with other people and then they're kind of see the light bulb go off and they realize, well, yeah, I didn't know that. Or, I, you know, the world of possibilities today that are much different than they were in the past are creating these opportunities, but they just don't know how to pursue them. And so this book is intended to be that one place where you can get a tremendous amount of information. And so that has really made it all worthwhile for sure. Okay. Thank you, Steve. So we are going to wrap up now. Do you have a final tip or anything you want to share? Or if not, just let us know how people can find you, find your publications, learn more about your brand and what you're doing. So I alluded to it earlier, but one of the phrases that I just I try to remind myself of all the time is that it's not about changing ourselves, but it's about being ourselves. So whether we have Down syndrome or other special needs or we're introverted or we have other personality traits, we're all different. We need to celebrate that difference and we need to encourage that difference. So if we're the extroverted leader that some of us may be working for, they need to encourage that difference because that's what makes their organization better. That's what makes our families and our social groups better. And so I would encourage everybody to seek out the authenticity that's deep inside them. My websites are introversion.com and beyonddownsyndrome.net. And there's lots of free resources, information, quizzes, and so forth on, on both of them. So I'd encourage people to just go check it out when they have a minute. Thank you, Steve. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for being a guest on Hush Loudly. And we will support you and follow you and and live on your every word and your thrival plan. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Jerry. I appreciate you having me. I'm I'm thrilled to be part of your Game Changer program. It means a lot. And you've got so many fantastic resources as part of your program. Thank you. Enjoying Hush Loudly? Please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to us. Did you know Hush Loudly has t-shirts? Yep, show the world you're an introvert without saying a word. We also have t-shirts for the extroverts in our lives who need us. Go to hushloudly.com slash shop.